Now, don't go away, because next on CBS Radio's Comedy Time are those two zany characters of many characters, Bob and Ray. And now, from coast to coast, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. Thanks and hello again, everybody. Welcome back to the Bob and Ray Show, here for the next uh, 14 minutes or so. Today we're going to give our monthly Good Neighbor Award uh, to some deserving person. We'll have... uh, a story from our telephonic storyteller, Fred Whitechapel, in North Chicago. And an episode from Sherlock Sage and Dr. Clyde's Adventures. Well, that sounds like we have a full program, certainly. And uh, maybe uh, the quicker we get going on this... Oh, you can hear CBS Roaming Accordionist. You may have heard uh, Curb as he came to our studio a few days back. He plays a mighty mean accordion. Did I tell you he wandered in on the uh, World News Roundup the other evening? No, no, what happened? <laughs> well, they've been talking about it here ever since. It really was a stir. Mm-hmm. Is he uh, still wandering He's about? dressed for cool summer comfort. You know, well, you. little windows there. This, uh, so long, Kirby, buddy. Doing a great job there. Nice accordion, too. Uh, this weather keeps up, uh, they can bring on the fall anytime. Yeah, but au contraire. Now, for me, I like this kind of weather. I remember uh, nothing I enjoyed more when I was in the Army than to have weather like this and to go on a 25-mile hike through Tennessee. This is Sergeant Ben Royster, and this is your Army Amateur Program. Today, coming to you from the huge hangar at Linlacker Air Base here in Linlacker, Wyoming. And I see that the last planes have been pushed out of the hangar, and so it's time for our first contestant. He's Seaman First Class, Alan Shripshade. Hi, Alan. Hello, Sergeant. Alan, I noticed by your insignia that you're a submariner. What are you doing in these parts? Well, I'm afraid that's classified information, Sergeant. Uh-huh. Uh, I can tell you this. Uh, Linlacker Air Base is going to be the new secret testing site for submarine missiles. Well, glad to have the Navy out here, sailor. And now, uh, what talent do you bring to our armed services microphone today? Well, uh, Sergeant, it's not a, exactly me. It's uh, my cat, Ned. Your cat? Well, whatever talent the cat has, of course, you fostered, didn't you? Oh, well, sure. Well, I guess it counts, then, just as much as if you had the talent yourself, which makes you eligible for the coveted Drill Talent Award. Uh, just what does your cat do, uh, Seaman? Uh, well, uh, I pour milk on piano keys, uh-huh. and uh, then I put Ned on the keys, see? And yes. by voice command... I can get them to run wherever I want them On the keyboard, you mean? That's right, and I can get them to play a lot of tunes that way. Well, that sounds like a wonderful bit of talent your cat has, and uh, what do you say we give a listen to it? Here is a cat on a milk-covered keyboard playing a tune by virtue of voice commands given by Seaman First Class, Alan Shripshade. All right, now this way, Ned. Come on, come on, Ned. That's it. Back it up, Ned. Now over here on the black key. That's it. Out here now. Stick on these two. 
That's it. Quick, come on. Gotta hurry. Come on, up here, Ned. That's the way, baby. Right, come on, back down here now. Oh, you're doing fine, Ned. We're going, Ned. Up here now. Hit me. Oh, <laughs> Oh, careful there. Too bad, but uh, uh, pretty good, even so, uh, Seaman First Class Alan Tripshade, and I think we'll see you at the semifinals. And now, glancing at my card here, it shows that an Army nurse, Lieutenant Jane Wamby, is next on our Armed Forces Talent Parade. Hello, Lieutenant. Glad you could make it out here to Linlacker, Wyoming. Well, I'm glad I could, too. I'm stationed at Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, so the trip wasn't much, really. Are you uh, thrilled to be here, Lieutenant? Yes, it's a definite thrill to be here, especially for me. Well, Lieutenant, it's time right now for you to show us what you can do, and just what is it you do, Lieutenant? Well, I, I made up a greeting card in the shape of a small box. Well, that's not very good talent. Well, I attached a specially treated string to the card, so when I pull the string, I uh, reproduce my own voice. All right, then. Here is Army Lieutenant Jane Wamby reproducing her own voice with a string attached to a greeting card. Go to it, Lieutenant. Hello? This is Lieutenant Jane Wamby. It's a thrill for me to be here. How do you... Goodbye. Wonderful. Just wonderful, Lieutenant. With that talent, you certainly should be a finalist for the Drill Talent Award. Leave your name with Corporal Mansfield, will you? Thank you. I'm thrilled. So we will turn Jane Wamby, and this is Sergeant Ben Royster bidding you goodbye from the hangar here at Linlacker Air Base. Let's go into the subject of uh, Columbia Stereophonic Higher Fidelity Portable Phonographs. A selection of seven new ones to choose from at your Columbia dealer. They come in smart color combinations, and you'll find more quality, more features, more styling built into them than ever before. And you know, uh, regular records, when you play them on one of these uh, stereo portables, uh, take on new beauty, too. Seem to be, uh, you know, have more depth and uh, wonderful quality. And you get a real big console sound, too, reproduced by Columbia Stereophonic High Fidelity Phonographs. So thrilled to the excitement of Stereo One by Columbia, number one in the wonderful world of sound. And the Columbia Portables are economical, too. Prices start at only $24.95. See them all at your Columbia dealer today. <laughs> Now it's time for an episode, The Adventures of Sherlock Sage and Dr. Clyde. This one entitled, The Farthingale Mystery. As we join the great detective and his friend, they're in the detective's quarters in Portland. I say, Sage, I believe it's your move. Yes, <laughs> it is, Dr. Clyde. Uh, I think I have you pinned in there. <laughs> Not so fast, good Dr. Clyde. Here, watch this. Oh, I, I didn't see that, Sage. <laughs> Clean the board right off, Dr. Clyde. Well, I guess I was a bit overconfident. Well, I think perhaps we'd better pause for a spot yeah. of tea right now. Let me poke up the fire, sir. There's a yes. fog is thick tonight. It's, it's chilly out. Pea soup. Chill in the air, sir. Yes. 
Sage? Yes, just a moment. Telephone. Hello? Sage here. What's that? Yeah, quiet, Dr. Klein. Sounds like an excited voice at the other end of the wire. Yes. What is it, Sage? Yes. Yeah, just a moment, Dr. Clyde. I can't make out what the party is saying. Something about trouble at Farthingale Hall. Farthingale Hall? Yes, it's out on the moors, you say. Mm. We can be there in about half an hour. Surely, you're not going Yes. Don't worry. We'll be there. Get me my great coat, Dr. Klein. Sage, you're not going out tonight. We have to. There's trouble at Farthingale Hall. Hello. I'll explain more to you on the way. I'll have the carriage brought up on front. Come on. Faster, driver. Faster. It's an emergency. Sage, I'm afraid we're going to get into trouble. Oh, no, this, this carriage can hold the speed. Ah, it's cold and dank here on the moors. Look, over there. Wouldn't you say, Dr. Clyde, that that's Farthingale Hall? Yes, that's it, Sage. I was here many years ago. It's all grown up to weeds now. Hardly believed there'd be a telephone connection way out here. Driver? Sage? Yes, Dr. Clyde. There's no driver, Sage. Yes, I knew that. I knew that when we left. You knew there was no driver? It's all part of this strange plan. I'll tell you more about it later, Dr. Clyde. Well, I don't... I don't think I'm going in there, Sage. Have you noticed there's only one light burning in Farthingale Hall? This is the great door. I'll open the door, Sage. You better go in first. You're a little spryer than I am, Sage. Have you got your lantern handy, Dr. Clyde? Yes, I have, yeah. Mm. All right, follow just, me. Just a moment. Oh, Sage, look. What is it? Suit of armor. To me, as though it was moving. <laughs> it is moving, Dr. Clyde. That's part of the master plan. Oh, what is this? Pay no attention to it. Come on, follow me up the stairs here. I'm a pretty old man making stairs like this. Oh, you're doing well, Dr. Fine. Hmm. That's as I suspected. Say, uh, I don't think it's too late for us to turn about or return to London, sir. Return to London, Dr. Klein? We're on the verge of discovering the mystery here. Yeah, we come back when the, when the sun is out. It'll be a nice day. <laughs> Just a moment and we'll have our answer. Here, the door to the North Tower. Inside, we'll find the answer. Surprise! 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 Happy birthday, Dr. Clyde. Yes, happy birthday, Dr. Clyde. From all of us. What's the meaning of this saying? You had forgotten, Dr. Clyde. Today is your birthday. Who dropped the ice cream man? <laughs> the butler did it. <laughs> yes, are you actually surprised, Dr. Klein? The, the master plan, Sage. Uh, master plan was to get you here without you knowing that we were having this little party for you. <laughs> 
Well, how do you explain the driver and me? No, the driver was much faster than the horses. He ran along ahead. The suit of armor. Oh, that's eccentric Lord Windesmere, your <laughs> distant cousin. Well, I have wonderful <laughs> friends. Happy birthday, Dr. Klein. So all turns out well for Sherlock Sage and Dr. Clyde until their next episode. I think it's time now for our good neighbor award of uh, for the month of uh, July. No, just passed. We just had all of the uh, reports in, and I wonder, sir, if you would come in and give us your name very briefly and a summary of why you were picked by Bob and Ray Scouts as the good neighbor. Frederick E. Hogan. Mr. Hogan, is that with two G's or one? That's one G. One G. Uh, you... There's no G in Frederick. No, I meant Hogan. Hogan. You are from Lansing, Michigan? Yes, sir. And uh, would you tell us just quickly what uh, you did to win the award? Yes. Well, I was walking down Elm Street, which was one of our principal residential streets there in Lansing, and uh, and I came across a fellow who uh, had a piano, but it was, the leg of the piano was on his foot, and uh, he couldn't move. So, uh-huh. uh, so I, I could tell that his morale was uh, very low point, and I was uh, an accomplished uh, piano player, and I, uh, I sat down and played 20 Quite minutes. Up, huh? Right, I played 20 minutes, uh, some Beethoven for him, and he was delighted. And then I, after I finished playing the, uh, the uh, piano, the music, I gave him uh, my uh, card to the Elks Club, and he could go down there when he got his foot out. You know how long it took for him uh, to get the piano off his foot? Did, anyone, did you look into the matter later? No. And I guess it was not until you wrote your story to the... Well, my wife submitted it. Your wife submitted your uh, story to the Good Neighbor Board here at the Bob and Ray Show, and you were selected unanimously from many others sent in during the month of July. I want to congratulate you, Mr. Hagen, and uh, you will receive... Hagen. One G. You'll receive... The... I don't know if I've ever seen that ever spelled with two Gs. I don't know mm-hmm. where you ever got that idea. Mm-hmm. I never have seen it. Never. Your award is our good neighbor of the month. A purple-tinted electric toaster. A pop-up toaster. I think you're going to get a lot of use out of it. Purple-tinted pop-up toaster. You can have your choice of colors. We just happen to have a purple one here. Wow. You know, they, they, uh, they know... Thank your wife for sending in your story and... Uh, we certainly well, hope fellows are built wrong. You should be called generous Bob and Ray. I hope the rest of you are thinking of people who might be deserving of the Bob and Ray Good Neighbor Award. If you can think of someone you know, send us their story, and it may be your friend. Time is uh, running out on us here. I can... Didn't have time for Thurber Whitechapel, but maybe tomorrow. Maybe just as well, too, because Thurber is what we call a uh, telephone call bore. Mm-hmm. Until tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding reminding you to write if you get worried. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your phone. Thank you.